I'm going to go. We're okay. Recording. We're recording. So uh, welcome, everyone, to the second installment of the Dream Restaurant uh, with me, Will Dawson. And me, the, the genie. Welcome, Steve Derry. We've been expecting you for a very long time. Very, very happy to be here. Great to have you. Mm. So, shall we get into some food questions? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. That's why we're here. Maybe talk about your relationship with food. That would be nice to start. It almost sounds like I'm a, a counsellor. But yeah, um, yeah. um... are you are you a foodie? It's hard to say because I love food, obviously. Um, I've always loved food, but more what I than what I love about food than the taste is I love the act of eating. Like, I just love everything about getting food and feeling full. I love that feeling. And the taste is, is, is kind of a, an added extra. If it tastes good, great. But the main thing is the satisfying feeling of eating. So immediately, that's a, I would say, a slightly controversial opinion because I would suggest that most people's favourite thing about eating is the taste of the food. And actually, the, the worst part of, of food would be being full up afterwards mm. and how that makes you feel. And also the, the effort of masticating your food and getting it down you. Yeah, so I don't, those I don't are your enjoyable, I don't those are your enjoyable parts. I don't have and the, the taste of food is just a side part. No. On the on that enjoyment bit though, so are, are you trying to maintain that level of fullness at all times? Or is it more satisfying when you're really not full, hungry, some people call that, <laughs> and then you are full? What, yeah. So or is it a balance of I've the said, both? I've said this to Leanne a couple of times recently, is that my personal preference for eating would be to not eat until about two, three o'clock in the afternoon to get myself extremely hungry and then eat a ginormous meal that just absolutely wipes me out and fills me up. And that would be my one meal a day. That would be, be ideal. I love that feeling of getting hungry and satiating that hunger. Okay, so that so I, assume, I assume this meal's taking place at sort of two or three in the afternoon after you not having eaten all morning. Exactly that. I've been fasting for a while to prepare myself. So okay. so can we um, can we forget about your starter, uh, Poppadom, side drink, dessert, and it's just one massive main for your dream <laughs> no. restaurant? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, the other thing I'd say about my relationship with food is that I don't necessarily care about what goes together. This meal that I probably picked arguably does go together okay it's not ridiculous he's got notes i can see so, you looking at notes yeah obviously i have to have notes i'm not adam davenport okay. and um, <laughs> <laughs> but if things don't go together i'm not bothered like if people say to me oh you can't have this with this or you can't have that with that it's it's like no it doesn't matter to me it's okay now some yeah, sometimes in a similar podcast to this one with a different name that has a similar format, it's sometimes that the, the starter won't match the main and that's kind of classed as okay because it's a dream restaurant. I think what 
people who don't know you so well might not understand is that sometimes you're having these contrasting flavors and textures within the same meal not yeah. oh i've had this as a star and now that's my mm. main i wonder if we're going to encounter yeah. any of that like like tinned fish cheese and hot sauce yeah, yeah. i think i just i like and scrambled egg I like lots of different things, and I'm not and apple. the fact that they don't traditionally go together. And if I want to have them things, I'll have those things. I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, think, I've, I think we've, we've having, set the premise. Having had this intro, I think you'll probably be expecting something that's a lot more wild than what I've actually created. I think okay. before we get into the menu, the last question that, that should be asked is um, the setting. Where are we? How do you envisage your dream menu? And also, are you dining with anyone? Are you alone? Are you with Leanne? Are you with your friends? Um, um, how, how have you imagined, imagined this, this, this menu? I, um, I haven't considered who I'm dining with, actually, at all. So maybe in my mm. head, I am dining alone. Um, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's maybe best. Yeah. <laughs> I, think probably, I think probably I would be dining alone. Um, uh, and also, I'm a very fast eater, or fast, as some people say. Um, mm-hmm. People speak English say that. Not a mess. Yeah, people eater, correct, correctly. I often, what you'll often find is people would assume that because I barely chew and I eat very quickly, <laughs> that you'd assume that it'd be a very messy encounter and you wouldn't like to watch it. But I'm actually a very deliberate eater, um, and I make very little so mess. Do you- Great, do you enjoy the restaurant, restaurant experience as, as a whole then or, or not really? You do enjoy, enjoy the restaurant experience. experience. Again, probably a bit like a previous podcaster um, or guest. Um, I don't like overly formal. I don't like it to be where you almost feel like the restaurant knows how you should be enjoying yourself. And if you're not doing it like that, then you've, you're a bit out of place that kind of real gourmet type place. Not, not a fan of tasting place. menus. No, I just think you're being sort of preached at a little bit. And I understand why people like that sort of thing, because they feel that they're getting the experience of the professionals and that sort of thing. But to me, I suppose in a traditional sense, the customer is always right. And if I want to enjoy it this particular way, then I shouldn't feel uneasy about doing that. Exactly. You don't have to enjoy a tasting yeah. menu. Yeah. Right, so before we move on, where, where, where are we then? Are we in a restaurant? Yeah, I'm quite specific a, about what on a boat, on a lake? A trough. <laughs> we're not, yeah. we're not um, somewhere that is a specific place, but it has to yeah, be. No. Outside is my preference. Um, so in my head, I'm picturing... In the winter? Uh, no, no, no. A kind of late spring, early summer, 17-ish degrees... Not much yep. wind, bright sunshine by the coast, but not so close that you're kind of on the beach. The sort of you that sea breeze, the smell mm. of sort of the seaside, but not that overpowering kind of harbour smell. Um, okay, yeah, I'm probably picturing kind of a sort of well, a, a picnic bench. Mm, no, so probably a pub kind of garden. Like, Quite, a fancy pub garden. Yeah, fancy pub garden with maybe some nice white table linen is probably how I'd describe it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds nice. Yeah. Sounds really, we I, probably, I mean, I probably do probably need to, to start getting into it, don't we? Or yeah, all right. Still sparkling. Uh, still, yeah, just sparkling's not near crap in it. I don't know why people bother. Much to say about Papa that. Papa Don's on bread, Stephen Derry. Papa Don's on bread. Mm. Um. 
bread and a quite specific bread of that I've experienced is what I'd quite like. Um, which is the garlic and cheese naan from Anoki Indian restaurant. Is that is that the garlic and cheese naan you had last night? No, that's not that the Anoki's not a local one to us, it's in Nottingham and a couple of other locations regionally. Um no, it's there's something about it and it's just so cheesy, so garlicky, and just the perfect consistency. And it's almost too much. It's too rich to have with an Indian. I think it would actually work better as a side, just on its own. That's interesting because I love naan bread. I love it. Love naan bread. But the thought of having a naan bread without a curry to dip in each time, mm. that doesn't work for me. So that's why I personally wouldn't go for a naan for, a naan for my bread course mm. unless I just wasn't touching it until the main cut came when I was having a curry. But you're quite happy to have that garlic and cheese naan on its own. It's that good. It's also very moist is how I describe yeah. it as well. It, because because that would be very important. The amount of cheese and butter they probably, or ghee or whatever they use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so Clarified butter. So good. Um, so yeah, that's my bread. Just a very, very good experience of bread, and that's what I'm going with. Were there, were there any other special mentions for bread? Was uh, it always going to be really. bread with poppadoms? With poppadoms, uh, ever a consideration? Honestly, I think I might have mentioned this before. I think one of the most overrated foodstuffs. Just so boring. Just okay. Like they're just not practical. Well, I mean, on on their own, they they could be. Are quite a bit boring but i think the thing is with poppadoms is what comes with them is the bit that makes them less boring oh yeah and a pickle tray. are you are you just thinking of poppadoms of bread as you must just eat a plain poppadom <laughs> one one plain poppadom no yeah. i think um poppadoms themselves are shit and obviously the pickle trays make them better um and the flavors of on pickle trays are very good but the um, all the things that are on the pickle tray would be just as nice, if not nicer, if you had them with bread. No. Over poppadoms. No, because you need the texture of the poppadom to carry them. That's what you I think. You need the texture of the poppadoms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need the texture of the poppadoms. You, you, as in, you as in people. Yeah. Need that. In... in my opinion. This is your podcast. You can't possibly be wrong. It's your podcast. So yeah. um, just, 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 it's your dream restaurant, and yeah. um, and you've chosen That's fine. Uh, garlic cheesy and naan from, Is it Anoki very... Indian restaurant? Anoki, yeah, A N O K I. If you want to Google, yeah, yeah, that's what I put down. That's good. good. So we've got we've got a tap water. We didn't need to talk about that. No, did no, we? no. Sorry, got, no. Got I'm not. I'm not ordering tap water. I'm ordering still water because it's a dream oh, restaurant. Still water. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, still, still, still some water. Some sort of, I don't know, yes. glacial, Icelandic mm. cloud water. The most expensive thing you can ever have, but still, still. Cool. That's fine. Let's talk about so your starter then. Yeah, get straight into it. What, my starter? Mm. Yeah. Um, you ready for it? Yeah. We're 10 yeah. minutes in. It's quite simple, really. Just a selection. Another naan bread. <laughs> 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 no, I probably could sneak another one in though if I had to. Um, you can have two. No, nah, well, I suppose yeah, I could have unlimited naan bread, couldn't I? You could do, but I mean, bear in mind you would get full up eventually. But do you want two naan breads? No, I just have one. I think they are quite rich. Okay, um, yeah, that's fine. 
My starter is a selection of chicken wings with various different spices. So some of them will be buffalo. Some of them will be like Korean barbecue. I tried, I was going to just pick Korean barbecue chicken wings because they are brilliant. But then I thought, well, I can have whatever I want. I'll mix all sorts of flavors okay. in there. So are these are these coming from previous experiences? Are you getting the buffalo ones from a particular no, restaurant or really. a particular time um, or just... Just those general different flavours. No, there are some good, like some wings are better than other wings, but generally, you know what you're getting with a chicken wing. Um, is is there a place food. that you've had the best chicken wings from? Oh, the best chicken wings. You know what? Not really stick out in my head as being, they are absolutely amazing. Um, not particularly, no. I think Every I'm time you have chicken wings, you think these are fantastic. No, I don't think I don't think I've ever had anywhere I've thought. Yeah, I'm, I often think these are excellent. Hence why I'm picking chicken wings for my starter. But I don't think there's any. So we have in a specific sort of core three or four flavors, and and you want some surprises too? Or I'd probably no, no. I'd probably say that as long as they're spicy, um. Cooked well, so you don't get loads of the. You know, you get the chicken wings, but you get the the like the kind of mini drumstick bit, and then you yep. get the little bit on the bottom. But then you sometimes mm. get it where they split them up, and you end yeah. up with loads of like the shit bits at the bottom, and none of the meaty drumstick bits. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I get lots of the meaty drumstick bits. That's really interesting because yeah, so when you order chicken wings, you get two different types. You get a mini drumstick, and you get the the bit in, the bit before that, which has the, the two bones. Yeah, isn't it? Two yep. bones in it. Yep. That's my preferred drums. That's my preferred wing. Me too. I, I, two I, bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I prefer yeah. that to the mini drumstick because it's uh. more tender. And what I do is, I if you get a nice tender one, I push down. So I push the meat down so it slides down the bones. Hold that one end, dip, and just shred it of its meat like that. You see? Yeah, you I think put it's it in your mouth. And pull it, yeah. pull it out just with the bones left. You see, I yeah. generally go for the technique of like you get it horizontally and then you push it up from the back and then you like pull the meat out of them two bones. Yeah, I do, do that. That I do do that one, sometimes as well. The thing about doing that one is it reminds me of Carl Daniels eating chicken wings. And when he does it, mm. and like he bites off that grisly bit of like knuckly, horrible bit at the end and you can hear him crunching it and it ugh. just swallow it. Mm. There's no need for it. You don't need to just let your, let your stomach acid do the work. I just swallow it. No, not so. How how many how many wings? What was it? Was it like 12, 16? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have to eat them. Not all, that many. If I want to leave some, leave oh, some. Yeah. Just, yeah, just. And so, what what were the flavors? You said buffalo, hot and spicy. Kind of, yeah. You want the buffalo too? We've got Korean. We've got Korean barbecue, which yeah. I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, we've got buffalo wings. Yeah, um, maybe a third. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't want to go too many different types, but some sort of like peri-peri is absolutely fine, something like that. Yeah. Um, so do you want them in, so them in a bucket? No, actually, I don't want them in a bucket, but I do want, obviously, a bowl of lemon water to rinse my fingers in, and I do want an empty bucket to put the bones in. Yeah. Okay. There's something quite carnal about eating meat off the bone that I find very satisfying. Um, yeah, I agree. Things with meat on the bone. Just um, while we're still on this, because it's just popped into my mind, what are you wearing at this restaurant? Um, probably loose fitting. If in an ideal world, I'd be 
wearing a loose fitting t-shirt and some joggers i think yeah i'll have a, um, a, a guest there if you've got the place to yourself if you've got the place to yourself fine but if there are other people there you might i wouldn't mind something of other people but i want them quite distant yeah. from me like so that they're in they're in the vicinity but i don't want people on the table yeah. next to me i want some space around me do you care what people go. those are you what? Sorry, you don't want you don't want a, a, like a big table of of youths, do you? You you want no people maybe sort of similar age to you or old old people or sort of fifty to sixty five sort of age range, um, preferably mm-hmm. a different nationality, one that I only understand a few of the words of the language, so that I can hear it in the distance and the odd word, but I've got no idea what they're saying. Sounds nice. Not even sure why I want that, but I've decided that I do. It's better than a, no, better than a table of youths. Um, yeah. Do you have any dips? Do you want any dips with these? Or are you just having... Because a lot of people have sort of like a blue cheese dip, don't they, with buffalo? Or, Often or, I do. Or some I'm kind quite, of cooling dip. I'm not bothered about cooling it off, um, particularly. Um, the thing that annoys me about the dips is that all you end up doing quite often is dipping it in and then licking off the dip and then just eating the chicken wing. Because it's quite hard okay. to eat like a small bone. It's not like a chicken dipper, like a nugget, which you can actually, and then just put it all in. It doesn't really work on a bone because you just end up getting it all over your fingers in the mess. Don't, so don't eat, don't eat the bone. No, I don't eat the bone. No, mate. Yeah. No, okay. No, never eat the bone. Good. Okay. So we're off, we're we're off to quite we're off to quite a good start here. You've got your. Should I recap? Should I recap, Should yeah, I recap, I recap at this point? Okay, so we're um, on a sort of coastal uh, posh pub garden, uh, not too close to the coast, 17 degrees. Uh, Stephen's wearing slacks. Um, he has got some uh, still Icelandic uh, water. He's gone, his bread is specifically a garlic and cheese naan from Anoki Indian restaurant. And his starter is a selection of chicken wings, uh, all kind of spiced, buffalo, cream barbecue, maybe a peri-peri in there. He wants a bowl of lemon water to, uh, to wash his fingers and a plate for the bones. Um, I think that's about right so far, isn't it? Yeah, pretty happy with that. And he's dining on his own, but with a smattering of people around him, a little bit older than him, one or two of foreign nationals. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Sounds good. Yeah. Off to a good start. Let's get stuck into that main then, shall we? Mm. I, this is probably the course that I struggled with the most because there's so many good mains, isn't there? I mean... Is it a Papa John's uh, pizza <laughs> takeaway? Yeah. Get that delivered. <laughs> Deliver one straight in. Oh, boy, do I love pizza. So, yeah, I yeah. mean... A, a hill you famously died on recently. Yeah, you. the problem with, I suppose, a lot of main courses is you want something that you don't have all the time in a green restaurant. And I often have things like burgers and steaks. Obviously, you could order an extremely good burger or an extremely good steak, but you still have that sort of thing all the time. So I tried to pick something that I don't always have. What I ended up going for was um, a paella or a paella, as Will Dawson would prefer me to say, I'm sure. I would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, well, like I say, this one, because... This has rattled me. Well, the reason is, one, I don't have it very often, clearly, mainly because it has to be cooked in a giant paella over a 
great big holes or you know gas grill or something like that um often you can get it in the uk but it isn't cooked like that it's some sort of rice dish that they call a paella i'm going to call it a paella for now because i can't bother to pronounce it right the entire time um okay. we'll let it slide so you get like you go to like a spanish tapas restaurant or whatever in the uk and it's generally just a bowl of rice with some flavorings of what would go into a paella but I suppose chuck a few prawns in there and call it a paella. Call yeah. it a paella, but it's not really. And when you no, have it's just a, a mixed rice dish, yeah. When it's got that crispy bits of rice that are around the outside of the pan, and my paella is probably very non-traditional in that I'm asking them to put fucking everything in it. So it's going to have chicken and rabbit and things that you associate with a small meat paella. It's going to have yeah. Well, actually, in there, which they wouldn't. Sure. Chicken and chicken and rabbit is actually very traditional. Rabbit is is the most traditional you can have in a in a paella. Um, chorizo is not traditional, no, but if you want it in your paella, you can have it in your paella. Yeah, I do. Um, that I know I, I know a, a, a one or two things about a paella. It might not surprise you. And the crispy bit you're talking about, because you're meant to burn the bottom actually, mm-hmm. which is what gives the rest of the paella that kind of smokiness. The crispy bit of rice at the bottom is called a socolat. Ooh. And um, so there's some info for you. And the socorat is 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 the best bit in my opinion. You get a spoon so, at the end and you scrape it off the bottom, and you get that yeah. burnt crispy rice, mm. smoky rice. So um, yeah. So you go. So on, keep going. I, What's in it? Chicken, rabbit, chorizo. What else is in it? Have you got? Well, the other thing is, I'm, well, the, this is why it's probably non-traditional. Is that I'm probably mixing up a meat and a fish. So I love seafood. I was very tempted for my main to go for some sort of giant seafood barbecue where I just chuck loads of, you know, prawns and langoustines and lobsters and stuff on a barbecue. But I thought I might as well just stick it all in the paella and have it in there. So I was just, just started to laugh to myself then because I was thinking of uh, episode one's guest, uh, Adam Davenport and, and the hog roast. And I was just thinking of you ordering a shark on a spit. <laughs> have a great, white, great white shark, please, to myself. <laughs> Just, just turn that round on the table. Every single one of our episodes, the guest just comes on, and their main is an entire animal on a spit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I have, um, can I have some? This week? Those just towards the end, I'd quite like some little bits of pulled shark just from the bottom of where the animal. <laughs> well, that's, that's a separate dish. That is. Oh, is yeah. Okay. So when I t- when I tell the chef, oh, yeah, you've you added your fish bits in. So when I tell the the chef that this is what you want, mm-hmm. is this coming from? Any previous experiences or any particular yeah, I mean, country? I mean, obviously, been, I guess Spain probably. Yeah. But is are you just saying go to somewhere here and get their best chef to do it, or do you have yeah, a, a few real, bits that you put no, in from? Just, I suppose, like I said, I don't want some gourmet paella from a five Michelin star restaurant in Spain. I want a, a classic traditional seaside chiringuito type place that just chiringuito exactly and, yeah and they've been I'm doing sure it Dawson could rec- recommend a place for me to go and uh, get it from IOs would be good for you actually yeah so okay. um place I go in 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 Nurka, uh, near Malaga I've got lots of those chiringuitos and my favorite one is IOs which is just as you say they make a pilot in the biggest fuck off pan you've ever seen in your life over burning wood 
Um, some 100 year old man is there all day stirring yeah. the rice and get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of your main, absolutely, very big fan. And mm. so big fan, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, might overlap with my course a little, my, my <laughs> yeah. dishes a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, Dawson, before, before we ask Mr. Derry about his side, what would be a traditional sort of side that would come with a Pierre, because I'm I'm starting to think that the side that we might get from him will drift away from the, from the main dish. What would be his more traditional sides that you'd have? Um, probably sardines cooked on like those wooden skewers next on the on the mm. fire. So the, the the fire that's cooking the paella also cooked the the sardines. That would be a um, a very popular side side dish to a paella. Um, and when I was out in Spain last time. They love gazpacho, actually, still, which um, yeah. I'm, I'm not on board with. No. Um, but they have that as a kind of a little startery thing. Um, but you, you go up and you eat as much paella as you want. You fill, you, you, once you yeah. finish your plate, you go, you go up again and again and again. So mm-hmm. it's not something Since... that you have a traditional side dish with. But yeah. I would suggest the, the, the barbecued sardines that are cooked in the same sort of wood fire as the paella are a really nice touch. Yeah. So, Steve, is it Derrily Slices for your side then? or It's not. It is. It's a classic side dish. It probably wouldn't be yeah. had with a paella, but it would be able to be cooked in the same place. And my side is barbecued corn on the cob soaked in premium salted butter. Okay. Premium salted. Was that molden salt? Yeah, it can be. Just... Premium salted. I'm not like I say. I'm not fussy. I say as long as it tastes. Well, you good. are you are fussy. You've asked for premium salted. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, it has to be premium. But well, to be fair, just one good sized one or two big ones. Just, yeah, one of them giant fucking massive ones about yeah. this size. Um, and and, and you'll eat it like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can get them things that you stick in the end, can't you? But I'm not really bothered about that. As long as it's not too hot, I'll pick it up with my hands and. In fact, something I have noticed actually going through my menu, you probably don't may have noticed the same, but mm. there's very little cutlery required. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also very yellow and orange. Yeah. Yeah, a good point, actually. I think this probably goes back to that thing I was saying about eating off the bone. I quite like that carnal kind of eating of just grabbing things and biting them off things. And yeah. Well, I guess you're getting you're getting your fullness because your paella is yeah limitless to an extent i mean exactly. or if, if there was a limit you, you could have the old man's entire dish yeah. but he's preparing for however many people over a night yeah okay yeah. So yeah your side doesn't need to be much does it Cause you've got you've got a lot there and you've had you've had a good couple of starters already yeah i do really like is that the, is, on a is that the best side that you could think of that you, you know this is your dream restaurant is corn on the cob wherever it's been saturated yeah. in premium salted butter or not is that the best side that you do you feel that's the best side that you want? Well, now in you've your dream restaurant, now is corn filling. It's not. It's not about being filling necessarily. This one, I suppose. I thought the whole fun. thing was about feeling full, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Got a gambit at the start. I've Taste is a bonus. A whole chiringuito's paella to eat through. I've had mm. sixteen chicken wings for starter. I've got at least mm-hmm. one naan bread. I think I'll be quite full. I think this one is more. Just because I really like it, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I was. No, I was that's thinking. nice. It's nice that you're liking food for the taste of food. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's something very satisfying. I think about you know, in the corn on the cob, and it's when, especially when it's barbecued, and it just starts to blacken on that. Like there's a few sections on it that are blackened over it. 
and you get that kind of yeah charcoaly type taste so among the sweetness. Just thinking of the preparation for it, would you like me to get Adam Davenport to barbie, barbecue this for you? Uh, no, he's got a good not. reputation at barbecues, hasn't he? <laughs> well, no, he tried to cook some chicken at a barbecue once, um, and I think what he did was he put the actual chicken in the coals <laughs> um, and left it there until. Well, he didn't, he didn't separate the coals. Didn't separate the coals, just put it in the coals. Well, he said that he'd put it in foil, but it was very charcoal y in there. There was very little moisture. It was really, really, really dry. Yeah, so fairly intense direct heat. Make a note yeah. there, Dawson, that it's uh, yeah. corn on the cob barbecued, prepared by Adam Davenport. Prepared by Prepared by Davs. Adam Davenport involved. In, prepared, in the coals. Pre- prepared by, by Davs and Jack Deacon. Get the Chiringuito yeah. guy. Get the IOs to do the barbecued corn on the cob, the 100-year-old bloke. He doesn't do that. No, we spend, we spend too much of our budget getting him in for that. He couldn't do anything yeah. more, so we've got to get Dabs in for the next bit. If you wanted the sardines, no problem at all, but corn the cob, that's got to be done by Dabs. He's cheaper, so yeah. Um, so we've only, yeah. we've only still water so far, Des. You are, you are going to need a drink, and I'm sure from listening to last week, it you know can be refillable. Um, probably best is specific and not too ambiguous though do you do you have a specific drink in mind i do and it's ideal Whis- whiskey whiskey is it whiskey Wine. no it's pepsi max is, is cherry it... obviously oh, it's not is it i fucking yeah. wrote that down i knew it would be i wrote it down there already <laughs> there mate but is already being there. genuine no really? i am being genuine first of all i do really like drinking fizzy drinks with my dinner i don't mm. know part of the like the crispness of the, the the bubbles going down my throat, or maybe it helps the digestion action, gives you some burping to do. But I do find it really satisfying. And genuinely, Pepsi Max Cherry is the most satisfying one. Love it. And when's this? This is coming out with the paella, and you're just Constant. you're just sipping Constant. sipping away on that mouthful of that. Drink a bit of that. Three refills. Pepsi Max. Do you want me to bring like a, like a six pack of cans, or do you want it no. in a glass? What them? You know them machines that you have to go up to in Nando's. Yeah. Pepsi Max, or, but they just don't that on the table. Carry. Those, except it's just on the table, so I can just constantly have and I press the button. Now I, I can do that, but if you have been, I, I know you actually get them in the UK now, don't you? I saw it in the States. If you go to like a fast food place there, they've got the machines where it's got like yeah. all the flavors of yeah. Pepsi Max, mm. and five you guys. can have Pepsi Max ginger. Like, yeah, there's five yeah. guys have that, yeah. So you can have yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the other options as well. Machine. I'll probably have that you machine have that. just to give me the yeah. option. But but probably all just... the options, but all just, the options, just have Pepsi Max. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to have them there. It's nice to have them just yeah. in case something mad happens, yeah, but like, that won't yeah. change what happens. You will, no, you will have. Every time you will fill up with the cherry Pepsi Max. Quite often, I will buy those multi-pack cans of che- Pepsi Max cherry and go and buy. Oh, we know. When they're on offer, seventy-two cans. Thinking, well, I'll just have the odd one. It'll last me months. This, and then within a couple of weeks, they're all gone. Three, four yeah. a day, no problem. I absolutely love it. It's so good. Yeah, we have touched yeah. on this before. That is giving you brain damage slowly. Um, yeah. We have touched on yeah. this. Outside of yeah. and in, in your in your in your dream restaurant, as uh, obviously, I choose the things you like, and clearly, you do like this. Is there not just just for that one off? Is it's kind of you? You said you wanted a meal that you wouldn't normally necessarily always have, yeah. or wouldn't prepare by yourself. Is 
Was there any other considerations or was it just, well, that's definitely what I'm having? That's just definitely what I'm having. I mean, I love... Do you think about beer. alcohol at all? I quite yeah, if we, have, said, like, if we said it had to be boozy, what would you say? If it was going to have to be boozy, it probably would have to be... A shot of vodka in it. A very, a, very, a very good, clean gin and tonic, I think. Um, I think I could, there's lots of things that I could have that I don't have very often, but if it was going to be booze, I need it to be refreshing. I can't be dealing with kind of short whiskies or things that are too fruity and juicy and things like that. It's got to be well, like... People that drink whiskey only, only drink it, they only say they like it for, for the sake of it, don't they? For the, for the effect. They don't actually yeah. like it, do they? They like to be part of a club. It's kind of like craft yeah. ale and things like that. They're not, they're not, yeah. Nobody actually likes it. They just want to be part of that, that thing, don't they? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah no, I completely agree. It's a bit like some people being part of this new sort of gin movement where gin's popular and people might say they'd like a nice clean gin and tonic just because that's mm. a popular drink. Or is that Yeah, many people or... might say that, yeah. Some people yeah. who don't. Who, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I can see where you're going with it. And yeah, you've done me there. Yeah, uh, just on the yeah. gin, actually, because uh, I like gin myself too. Um, what would be your favourite gin and tonic? Do you have a favourite gin? Do you have a favourite tonic? Uh, lime, lemon, cucumber, um, ice? How I, don't, go? I don't necessarily go for loads of the flavoured ones. If I was going to go for a flavoured, one of these newfangled ones, um, I quite like the um, rhubarb and ginger type flavours. I quite like the... Um, but then that's that whole fruity thing that you just said you didn't like. Yeah, wasn't but with it? gin, it's a very light, isn't it? It's because it's hit off by the, the bitter tonic you know, it's not like I had a, one of those rhubarb flavored ones, and it was sickly. And I love rhubarb and I love gin, but it just didn't work. Perhaps it wasn't mm. a good one. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm with Clark. I go for a standard gin more often than not over a flavored. Um, I think Tanqueray number 10 is pretty good. Um, quite happy with the Brockmans, that sort of thing. I haven't tried any of these small, you know, ice and slice. Things. Yeah, yeah, ice and a slice. Don't mind a bit of lemon, a bit of lime, a bit of. Whatever. I've had it with cucumber. I heard a previous guest say it's fine, but it's not that good. Tastes a little bit. How, like... are, we... Yeah. How are we doing for time? Have we got? Have we still got enough time to go? Four, four, well, seven well, left. Four Sorry? minutes. Do we need to get into four dessert? Minutes. Then we've got four minutes. Let's go. Dessert. Hit us. Hit us up. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My favourite combo of a flavour for sweet stuff is probably cherry and chocolate, but. There's not a dessert that has cherry and chocolate in that is the best dessert because nothing's really better than a sticky toffee pudding with ice cream, is it? Really? Okay. okay. So that, two weeks in a row, we're going sticky toffee with ice cream. Yeah, I was, was annoyed when Dav said it, but then wow. you can't really get annoyed by him because it is actually the most satisfying well, and best dessert. Dav's didn't actually specifically choose sticky toffee. I mean, he did he really, but actually, actually what he wanted was the hottest thing in the world with the coldest thing <laughs> in the world. And it, it, it just so happened to stumble upon a sticky toffee pudding and ice cream. Yeah, I suppose. Cold, cold, hot, hot, cold, cold, hot, cold, 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 Is that part of it for you, the hot and coldness? The hot and cold thing's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's not integral to it. I mean, if both, if the sticky toffee pudding wasn't that hot and the ice cream was a bit melted and warm, I'd still enjoy it probably just as much. It's Vanilla ice cream? Sorry? Vanilla, vanilla cream. ice cream? Vanilla ice cream? I think so, yeah. You don't want to be mixing up different ice creams. A sticky toffee pudding's the centre centre stage, isn't it? You don't want to be putting... You could probably get away with something like toffee or caramel ice cream if you had to, but I think vanilla's probably best. 
And, um, and I, again, I think do Ben you, was just about, yeah, go on, go on, Ben. I think it's probably the same. Do you have a favourite yeah. one or a memory of one that you've had that's good? Was it something you had in childhood or? No, to be fair, we didn't really eat hugs if you have a we didn't really eat a lot of desserts in childhood. Um, and I can't even think of a specific t- sticky toffee pudding that I've had. It absolutely blew my socks. When was the last time you had one? When Probably was the last time you had one? Three weeks ago. Can okay. I ask a question? Yeah? Uh, did affogato not come into your mind? Well, it's lovely. Yes, it is lovely. And I love coffee and I love ice cream and what well, I know you love affogato. I'm, I'm yeah. a little bit surprised that that's not... That's not made onto your dessert I just choice. Think sticky toffee pudding is actually the best dessert. Like it is actually the best. Well, I guess it, it fits the the theme of being satiated and full. I forgot exactly. it's, it's very nice, but you, you are going to get more of your. I guess you is is a, is a decent portion of sticky toffee pudding we're talking about here. Yeah. A slab, yeah, yeah. A gi- giant slab. That ridiculously oozy, thick toffee sauce that's just, sm- and then the way that the cream kind of squirrels in with the toffee sauce so it's the ultimate dessert um i think the pressures of time you might need to wrap us up dawson yeah yeah i'm gonna wrap us up i'm gonna go through a few things first by the way just uh hills that you've died on just want to make sure you're still on those hills Mm -hmm. poached eggs aren't worth the faff definitely not sriracha sauce only tastes of salt mainly taste of salt but yeah pizza is the best takeaway beating indian and chinese yes uh, you blend your mash with a stick blender. Mm, kind of. It's a specific electric tool for potato mashing, but yes. And anyone that likes whiskey is just doing it for the sake of it. Exactly. Doing it to pretend they're cool. Good. Right. I'm going to wrap up your menu now. Um, so uh, we are at a, um, uh, a beachside, a posh beachside pub garden. Uh, Stephen is wearing slacks. He's surrounded by people in their 50s with the odd um, foreign national about him. He can understand the odd word, but, you know, don't know why that's interesting. But there we go. It's still water from Iceland, let's say. Um, Just trying to wrap this up quite quickly because I'm not sure. How long have we got? One minute, five seconds. Okay. Uh, The bread is a garlic and cheese naan from the Anoki Indian restaurant. The starter is a selection of chicken wings. Um, Different flavours, but all spicy. Buffalo, peri-peri. Korean barbecue with lemon water and a plate for the bones. He would like a paella by the sea in Spain, a massive paella cooked over a wood fire with chicken, rabbit, chorizo, longestine, lots of seafood, everything crammed in there. Okay, the side dish is a barbecue corn on the cob uh, soaked in premium salted butter prepared by dads. The drink is is a refillable cherry Pepsi Max that's from one of those multi-drink machines, but he will only choose the cherry Pepsi Max from it. If it was boozy, it would be a, a, a G&T. And the dessert is a big slab of sticky toffee pudding with vanilla ice cream. Thank you very much, Stephen Derry. great. Absolutely fantastic. Good menu, Steve. Thanks, Thanks for doing it. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was lovely. Good fun. Good, Good. to see you. Guys.